everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Honest to Pod segment. Yes, this is episode one hundred, and it's movies with Matt. Do your lion roar. Oh, maybe I should do a different sound. What's it? What's another movie um, famous? Oh, this is, is I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Um, there was the old Disney what? one. Do do do. I thought it was really good. Oh yeah, I can't remember the Disney one either. Do 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 do. Sounds like Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, I'll just do, I'll just do a lion um, roar. Rawr, rawr, rawr. I've got the line one saved, so we'll see. I'll find one. <laughs> um, so, yes, if you don't know and you haven't listened to the podcast before, um, before 2021, I guess, I've never really watched films. So I decided while in lockdown, although we should be out of it soon, I'll start watching some movies. And it turns out they're not that bad. They're great. The problem is, is we started watching them as a family while we're back home, but we all have different ideas about what's a good film. So the films that I'm watching regularly and naturally, I feel like won't really make the cut for movies with Matt because my mum likes, we take the piss out of her. She's like, we want action and crime. We want action and crime films. And so everything is Denzel Washington and Mark Wahlberg or <laughs> The Rock. <laughs> oh, dear. So it's like... I, Maybe there will be one of those like when we get to it. Um, but I'm like, oh, if I'm going to be watching movies with Matt, I want something that has some depth, you know, and a bit of oh, what's the word? Not de- depth. I don't know what the word is, but a little bit more culturally um, diverse and round. Because you're not going to get the. I, I will say this: I watched this film called Two Guns with Denzel Washington and Mark Wahlberg. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. It's actually really good. Is it? It is really, really good. It is an excellent film. I, honestly. I was like, oh, yes. Because they are good actors, to be fair. Yeah. And Mark Wahlberg is outstandingly fit. He's an attractive guy, yeah. So I would recommend that film as a little side piece. But this week, uh, in honour of International Women's Day, and in America now it's a whole month, I wanted a film that was that had a strong female lead and that would be a good representation of women overall. So we went out to Instagram and asked some of our peeps and we got some results back. And some were things that I'd already seen, like Mean Girls, excellent film. Erin Brockovich, oh, such a good film. Such a good film. But then there were some, I don't know if I'm out of order, but some of them you have to pay like six pounds to see. Like the new Little Women that came out, I want to see that because there's an old one. But they were charging six pounds on Amazon Prime. I was like, it's a fair, would you do that? It's a fairly new film. I, I would pay it because I've not seen it. So yeah, but it's it's fairly new. I think like if you were if you were to have, do you have Sky? Do you have Sky? No, no, no. We're gonna get it soon because Virgin is trash. Yeah, I think if you were probably if you had probably Sky movies or Now TV movies, you'd probably get it there for free. Oh my god, I've got Now TV. Well, someone else is Now TV, so I should have done that. I feel like if I'm gonna pay for it, I want as many people watching it as possible to get the most value. Yeah. So I have to ask my mum. She'll probably like something like Little Women. To be fair, my mum will probably like that, although she hates women. But we're like that. We're like that in our house. Sorry, my mum would. If if I'm, we hired like The Invisible Man, which at the time was seventeen pound to hire because only it was a cinematic release. <gasps> Shh. Mm. Was that on Disney Plus? It was. I think we did it just through Apple. It was wow. right at the start of lockdown, though, so whenever it was supposed to be in the cinemas, and so I was like, right. 
I want my brother in this room watching this. I want you in this room watching this. I want me in this room watching this. I want to get <laughs> as much ROI on this yeah. investment as I can. <laughs> That's mad. So, was it good? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was good. I would have, I would have, I would have happily paid that at the cinema to go watch it. So, I think just the mindset of paying that much at the house just seems crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I find three pounds fifty quite expensive, but I guess I'm quite tight because all of my subscriptions are paid by other people, and so maybe I should pay it. Because I don't pay for Amazon Prime, someone else does. I don't pay for Netflix, someone else does. I don't pay for Now TV, someone else does. I could probably pay £6 or £3.50 for a film. So we had a recommendation from one of our previous guests, Nick Heath, that fit the bill perfectly. It was free, first of all, so that was good. And uh, it was strong female lead and very modern so we could at least assess it the issue that we have as you say with the inclusivity index is that some of the older films might not be able to fit the bill just by sheer time which i think is fair and reasonable this was released in 2019 and put on netflix in 2020 so it's called saint francis have you heard of it actually i have never heard of it before i'm gonna say right off the bat i was watching it last night i was so excited i wanted to do the podcast then and there anyone everywhere Whoever you are needs to watch this film. It is incredible. It is so good. The film opens up with this woman who just had a period on a bed, right? And we had a conversation with Tora the other week about, you know, when they never show blood. This had everything. Mm. You saw it all on the bed straight. And I was like, sick. As in, as in sick as in like, or sick as like, respect respect well the thing is is i think my mom would really really like this but i also think she would find the period the amount of blood in this film is high they constantly refer to periods in it and bleeding and show it i have no problem with that because we were speaking about it and you need to see it and it's it's what happens normalize it it's what happens normalize it yeah so i'm I'm, i need to ask i'll probably ask my mom first because i think she'll really enjoy it i think everyone will i would be absolutely shocked it is written and stars kelly o'sullivan and Everyone in the film is basically some... No, you've never heard of these people ever, all right? It says, after an accidental accidental pregnancy, a deadbeat nanny finds an unlikely friendship with a six-year-old she's charged with looking after. So she's a 34-year-old woman who works in a restaurant as a server and then becomes a nanny and looks after a six-year-old child. And the child, again, within the first 10 minutes, the child is mixed race. The parents are an interracial lesbian couple. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You know it's going to be good, in it? Uh, or terrible? Uh, <laughs> in my head, it could rank really lowly. In my head, this, is, this might rank really low on the enjoyability scale, but really high on the, the current climate scale, so um, inclusivity scale. Yeah, so yeah. it's still going to average out like a 2.5. <laughs> that's the thing that's the thing so watching the film it is really the thing about the film is and what's quite interesting is it is very woke right it is it addresses issue after issue after issue back to back to back to back it is like it doesn't even take a breath it's like women's issue there women's issue there world issue there world issue it's literally but personally i don't have a problem with that because it's done so lightly it's not mm. like message, 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 message. It's like, oh, here's something that happens. It's quite lighthearted. It's really funny. And I found myself just smiling throughout the whole film. Or, you know those films where you'd be like, oh, bitch, don't do that. Uh, why would you go and do that? You know, out loud. Mm. Uh, you know, like, visibly, because she's like, she's making a mistake. She's making a mistake. Don't do it, girl. Don't do it. I was going to say, and does she do that a lot in the film? Tons. 
you know th- that's what makes the film obviously like they need to have that conflict in it where she's making the decision that he just thinks she shouldn't do yeah there are men in the film no really there are men in the film and then the main love interest and i'll give it away because it's really within the first five minutes of the film if not is like she bleeds in front of him i don't know so people talk about this and so this is where we probably needed like someone else who isn't us either you know someone who has sex with vaginas and people that menstruate but like this idea about having sex with people in their periods like i don't really understand or get never have never will i don't know if people do it i don't know if people react really poorly to it or whatever but you know she hooks up with this guy and then there's period bud everywhere Mm. and on his face because he was eating her (laughs) and she's got some on her face and she's like oh it's on your on your face and it's just funny done and he's like oh okay um should we should we just have a shower you know like it's not like this big old thing it's just i don't know it's so cute Uh, i'm gonna start with the enjoyment factor the enjoyment factor for me and i mean this seriously because i loved every single bit about the film is a five out of five. Oh wow it's a film that i'll just watch again and again and again it's so funny and i feel like it's one of those things where because there's so many good little lines you'll catch them like you know time after time that you maybe didn't the first time and what's really good mm. is a six-year-old... I love a good child actor, and it's really difficult to find them. Oh, my days. This little mixed-race six-year-old girl. The lines that she says, her face... Ugh. Ashley, you need to watch this film this weekend. You really do. I'll, I'll add it to the list. So, enjoyment factor, five out of five. I would watch this film over and over again. I will continue to recommend it. It is very issues-based. No problem with that, because it's very, it's done with a light touch and humour, which is excellent. And I almost had a little cry at the end as well. So that was really, really good. Really nice. <sighs> Ashley, honestly, it was wicked. I just enjoyed every... There's not a bit that I did not enjoy. With the inclusivity index, as we said, the first three minutes I was sold, right? Period blood, women's issues, interracial lesbian couple, mixed race babies, strong female lead, and completely relevant and active male characters race here there everywhere there's something that's really important that i realized nothing will be a five out of five unless it includes a strong trans and or non-binary element to it personally because mm. we talk about it we're gay we're, we're obviously quite gay heavy and then mm-hmm. sometimes maybe forget the whole queer aspect of everything i do personally i, I don't want to speak for you but it's you do as well <laughs> yeah. so and i think that's really important to remember with the whole inclusivity or diversity across the board for the inclusivity index, I'm going to give it a four out of five. So overall, with a five out of five and a four out of five, this movie is a four and a half out of five overall. And it's been the highest movie so far. And it's one of the best things I've ever seen for a while, I would say. Thank you, Nick Heath. Thank you, Nick Heath, for that wonderful recommendation. When you said about the film, I watched the trailer for it. And I said, I knew from the trailer that you just you would love it. Because in the trailer, you see the period blood. You see the lesbian interracial couple you see the little uh little kids she babysits and i was just like matt's gonna cream himself over this film but it's always at risk of like because uh, i don't like gay films that much right because i think the acting can be very poor i think the script can be very cheap and this was her very first script that she said she's ever written and then six months later it was picked up and then they made the film and she's starring in the main role she's been an actress apparently for a while and been mm-hmm. a few things but this is the first thing she's ever written she was like does this always happen and i guess it doesn't so the film is both so obvious in terms of a script, right? In some ways, mm. like it's it's just there. It's not subtle in that way, but the way that it's expressed through the performance, mm-hmm. and the way that the film is made, 
the the film has got like a bit of an older feel, even though it's just made. And I realise now that because it was like a lower budget film, where it's even got like a little like blur on the picture, maybe that kind of made it just seem a little bit older. And I guess now it may be a little bit cheap in that respect. But I think it really added to it. Such a well made film. So I recommend it. Watch Saint Francis. We watched it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I say we. It was me by myself alone <laughs> and you can watch it free there if you're in the uk it was on amazon prime you can also watch it there and wherever you find your movies because honestly if you're out there and especially for international women's day and just celebrating women in general and the issues that they may go through i cannot fault it that's good it was beautiful i was gonna say have you watched anything recently that you might just think is a good film just as we wrap up well the other day the guys watched a film they said it was actually really bad i think it was called widows <gasps> Um, Shush! It's not really bad. I think what they said, the the main thing about it was they spend 80% of the film building up to something that then takes five minutes to get happening. And then the film's over. It's 100% the truth. Um, And I was in the room and um, I was in the room and Viola Viola Davis is in it. Uh, And I think there's one point she cries and you know, we've talked about it before how much we love her crying. Ugh, just that snot coming out of her nose and everything. <laughs> she is the same character in everything. I'm going to say it. She might be a great actress and she is really good in some ways, but she does play the same character everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I love... What are you going to do? Why don't you love me? <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. I loved her. I, lo- I love the help. I love the help. It's one of the best films I've ever watched. But um, she... We're not allowed to watch that anymore. Why? Oh, really? What's wrong with the help? It's one of those... So one of the issues, one of the woke issues um, in the world is about white saviour complex. And the help really represents how, again, in a situation where the black people should be the main protagonists who help themselves, is actually helped by a white person and is only reflected positively in the eyes of being helped by a white person. And that is what the film is about. So instead of following their journey, it follows... Um, I cannot remember who she is. Emma Storm. Is it Emma Stone who's the main one? Yeah, like her journey and how she overcomes when it's it's not it's not about her really. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be about her journey, um, and sh- her growth by helping them. It should be that they're just growing and it's their story, and that's one of the issues that's portrayed in movies a lot. Mm-hmm. I can see where you're coming from. I would just, I mean, it's still a good film. Uh, see, the thing is, it's a really great film and a great book. <laughs> <laughs> it's really really good, but uh, it's just like oh. Uh, Watch it. I think it's maybe it's one of those films where you watch it knowing that that's what's going to happen, because it is a really good film. It's funny and it's really well made. Yeah. Just understand what we need to understand what white savior complex is. Because someone suggested hidden figures, and that's the same. Although they said it was inaccurate, because you know it's based on a real life, and then they were like, okay, some of it's inaccurate, just to show that white. Like, there's one scene in it where a lot of it is accurate, and they say not all of it is, but they do this thing where there's this coloured bathroom that they have to go to. Mm which is like miles away and the woman has to walk loads and then in the end a white person comes in takes down the sign and says that she can go into the toilet when that wasn't true right and this is supposed to be based on fact so they added that bit to the film to show that this white person her boss is allowing her to go to the toilet there and standing up for herself as opposed to this woman just doing what she wants to do as a black person and going to the toilet that she feels is right Mm. it just wasn't true we don't get any of that in saint francis (laughs) go on saint francis great great film although she is a white person (laughs) <laughs> maybe there is no i don't think so because they're not poor they're not like poor black people yeah i mean i think the, the lesbian couple look quite affluent so that sums up another movies with matt matt thank you so much for investing your time into what seems to be like 
an epic movie. I will put it on my to-watch list, um, on my little Netflix thing. Add it to my list. Um, guys, make sure you go back and listen to, if you've not listened to yet, the 100th episode where we talk about Meghan and Harry interview. And also, we have Alexis, I say caught and you say court, talking about skincare, little tips, make yourself look pretty. Coming up in next week's segment, we have Agony Ash. So make sure you send in any requests for any advice that you might have at the minute. All right, everyone. Bye-bye, Matt. Goodbye, Ashley. And goodbye, everyone. And see you on Thursday. Bye-bye.